Welcome to Soundings Mindful Media Podcast. I'm Dudley Evanson, and for more than four decades, my husband Dean Evanson and I have created music and media that supports healing people and the planet. In our Soundings Podcasts, we share interviews with wisdom keepers we have met in the course of our life journey. To learn more about our activities and releases, please visit our website and blog at soundings.com. Hi, I'm Dudley Evanson. Welcome to my sacred laundry room. Today I want to share with you a little bit about um, the process of manifesting your dreams, living your dreams, and that sort of thing, and then what happens when they uh, need to change. Um, Dean and I have been uh, very fortunate to uh, be able to actually live our dreams, Uh, but the first part of living a dream is actually having a dream. And I think when we first met, um, we were very fortunate that we both seemed to resonate with each other. We both wanted to help the world in some way. We were both into media, and um, he was into music. I was doing photography, and he'd also gotten into filmmaking. So we we kept uh, kind of uh, trying to see where we fit in and how our particular talents and skills and um, creativity could be used to make the world a better place. And what happened with us is we got involved in video in 1970. So we bought one of the very first Sony portable video cameras that was put out that very year. And it really changed our lives. So that's a whole story. I'll share a little bit of it. But what happened is we found that um, shooting video of people and activities and um, inspired teachings and that sort of thing were... um, something that we were interested in learning. We wanted to learn about this. And this was the 70s. So um, I'm not sure where you were at in the 70s, but for us, it was a time of amazing openings of consciousness and all sorts of things. Yoga was just coming into play, uh, meditation, uh, all sorts of healing modalities we were being open to. So at the earth, we became much more aware of the Uh, issues and concerns involving our planet and uh, received a lot of inspiration from Native American elders in that field. So we started doing the video and for years we videotaped um, events. We traveled in a half-size school bus with our family. We had my baby in a bus. We did all sorts of things and it was it was a very powerful time and particularly for us because we were we were learning and that's what our our video um odyssey was during the 1970s but what happened is by the end of the 70s we ended up uh, with maybe 400 hours or 400 videotapes that we had made all in this black and black and white half inch video that nobody could play there were a few systems around the country in libraries and schools and universities but there weren't really very many ways that uh, the public could access this material. A few cable transmissions, we really helped get the public access cable going. But what happened at the, in the late 70s is um, we had it all, and it was sitting on shelves, and it wasn't being used, and it wasn't being watched. Because why we had made it was we wanted to help people, and we wanted to inspire people and, and with the learning and the, uh, the teachers and the, and the wonderful wisdom that was coming through that we had experience, but we didn't know how to share it. We were living in Tucson, Arizona at the time and got to record a a Ram Dass lecture and had permission to make a 
copies of the tape, the audio tape, and, re and record it and then pass it out and take orders. And we got about 50 orders and we thought, oh, this is interesting. People have half inch, or they have cassette cassette players at home. They didn't have half inch video, but they had cassette players. So we started, we decided that's um, how we were going to start um, sharing uh, some of the material that we'd found was informative and, and important. And so we put out five tapes. The first one of them was the Ram Dass tape. Another was Desert Dawn Song. That was, uh, we just recently released that on DVD, or not DVD, but CD. So we had those, those, and then we, the additional thing about doing the video is we really hadn't learned how to market. We hadn't learned how to distribute and get it out to the world. We had the, we had the, um, the material, but we didn't have the, the way to get it to the world. So by focusing on our audio, where there actually was a market, then we began to go, okay, now what do we need to do? Oh, the business would somehow tell us, now you need to put an ad in a New Age Journal or Vegetarian Times or Yoga Journal or something like that. So we would put in these little uh, classified ads and say, send for a free catalog, music of the moment to take you beyond time. And that's what we were sharing in those early days. And we got orders and we got catalog requests and then distributors would contact us. So eventually we were able to build up our, our business and distribute our music all around the country and then eventually all around the world. So then that went along fine for uh, quite a while doing cassettes and then CDs came. So then we did the, okay, so now CDs are happening. So that was good news because a lot of people wanted to replace their music collection with uh, compact discs. So there was a at least about a decade where people were really buying a lot of CDs and they bought ours by the truckloads. And we sold a lot um, around. This was way even before internet. Things were going along well. And then um, there was file sharing happening and there was that sort of thing because we did start getting, uh, you know, we had our very, uh, our um, soundings.com website came out in 96, I think it was. So we were right ahead of the curve when that was happening. But what was happening is file sharing and people were just giving away the music. And then uh, then some some guy named Steve Jobs decided, well, you know what? You could pay 99 cents for a song and that'll work. And people got used to downloading and paying for their downloads. So then we did the whole, there was this whole long period of, of downloads and that worked out well um, for many, many years. And then another th uh, system has come along and it's called streaming. And so now you can listen to our music on Pandora and Spotify and the YouTube channels and, um, uh, iTunes music and all sorts of places. So, uh, that's great. And the good news is they actually pay the artists and they pay the uh, composer and the performer. So, um, we do get some money from that, you know, a part of a penny per play, but then it adds up. And because we have over 80 albums, it helps. So that was another change. So what we've had to do is really ride the waves of change and just, you know, kind of uh, reinvent ourselves as um, the system for distributing music and the, the formats uh, changed and shifted. And so I know a lot of people are in the middle of that right now, particularly a lot of musicians trying to figure out what to do because people just aren't buying as many CDs as they used to. But um, all I can say is just, you know, um, stay focused and stay tuned in to the latest, uh, whatever technologies it is, because technology is a driver of, of the markets and the business. And uh, we have been very fortunate that, um, well, for one thing, Dean Evanson is, my husband has got 
both sides of his brain working. So he's got the left brain, right brain. He's got the creative side. He's also got the um, technological and the more beta mind uh, part that is dealing with uh, engineering and sound engineering and, and all the te technical stuff. So because he had both of those, and now we have Phil Heaven who works for us and Brett Steelhammer who also, they do the technology, they help us in our business so much. So we're really fortunate that we've um, been able to be, as artists, to be able to use technology in a way that um, can keep our, our artwork, our music in this case, or our videos out in front of the public. And instead of just kind of oh, shucks, that happened, and then just giving up, we just kind of continue to reinvent ourselves. And people say, oh, are you, oh, you're a musician. Are you making a living with that? And we say, well, actually, yes, we are making a living. And not only that, but so are the artists that we work with, and so are the people that uh, that work for us. And so, um, and so are the massage therapists who use our music, and the yoga teachers who use our music, and the people who meditate who use our music. They're also benefiting from it. So whatever your art form is, whatever your um, practice or um, the, the products that you release, uh, how do they uh, re reach out? What are the markets that you can um, send your uh, beautiful artwork through? Um, that may work for now, but then in a year or so, they're not going to work because you're going to have to figure it out again. So uh, I guess I could just call this reinventing uh, the marketplace, reinventing the art uh, forms, the aspects of the way we uh, get things out. Um, stay present and stay tuned in and really do the research. And if you don't know how to do the various things, then hire people who do do bartering or trading. Everyone has something they can give. If they don't have money, they can do some kind of service to trade with um, more technical people. Young people are really good at things like this. So I'm always asking the people around me who are quite a bit younger that, oh, how do you do this? And how can you figure out? And they may not know right away, but then they figure it out too. So I'd say research and uh, uh, just really looking around, looking at other people in your field that are doing what you're doing and that are successful. So we really want to see that um, the people who have a vision for their lives uh, be successful with their lives, not just, oh, I, I have a dream. We want to have those dreams become manifest. And then when, when they do, then we need to keep tuning in. We need to keep reinventing because nothing stays the same. And that's okay. That's okay. But we want to be riding the waves of, of change in that sense. And so that I just encourage you to... Um, Stay tuned and uh, don't drop out necessarily. <laughs> Not necessary now. You can create your life just exactly the way you want it right here and now. So best of, best of luck in whatever um, artistic and creative and meaningful work that you pursue. Mindful, um, mindfulness in terms of right action is one of the principles that we like to follow. So we want a right livelihood and that sort of thing to be so that what what we put our energy into every day is our, our daily life, our daily bread. We want that to be meaningful. We don't want to have to necessarily just go work for anyone. We want to work for ourselves. So thank you very much. And I'd love to hear from you what you uh, find has been helpful for you in, in keeping yourself on top of things and being successful in your life. So um, please comment on our blog at um, soundings.com. You can click right there on the homepage.
and visit us on our YouTube channel, Soundings of the Planet, and our Facebook page, Soundings of the Planet, and all sorts of other places you can find us out there. So thanks for keeping in touch. Namaste. Thank you for listening to our Soundings Mindful Media Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this program. To learn more about our music, guided meditations, books, and videos, please visit our website and blog at soundings.com. Peace through music blessings.